Shalom, today's daf Yomi is Nazir daf Chafalf, Nazir 21, and we're going to start on Chafalf from Abayz with a quotation from our Mishnah that the Mishnah had said, if a woman says, Hishashama Harani Nazir, if a woman says, I am a Nazirite, Vishama Bawan, her husband hears this and he says, Ve'ani, and he says, and also I, and so therefore, not only is she a Nazirite, but also he's a Nazirite. He's no longer able to reject the Naziris of his wife, meaning to say a husband has the right to reject the vow that his wife makes on the day that he hears the vow. But once he has been matvis, his nether, once he's associated his nether, his vow with her vow, that and therefore he says he's a Nazira like she's a Nazira, then he's no longer able to reject her vow because at that point he's he's been make him, he's upheld her vow. And once he's upheld her vow, he can no longer annul her vow. So the Gemara raises a question which we also had in Mesechas Nadarim. And the Gemara asked the same question which we had at the end of Mesechas Nadarim. The Gemara asked the question, Baal, the husband, when he comes to be rejecting his wife's vow, Meyakar Akar, is he uprooting the vow of his wife? It's as though she never made the vow in the first place. And in that case, it's similar to the when a Chacham, when a, hus- when a person goes to a Chacham, a general person goes to the court or to the scholar to annul his vow, it's uprooted and it's as though they never made the vow in the first place. That, that when, the, when the court annuls your vow, it's, it's as though you never existed at all. Oh, Delmore, perhaps he's not uprooting it retroactively, but rather, Megas Gaes, the husband is simply severing it at this point. And so therefore, he's cutting the vow from this point forward, meaning to say, up until now, the vow is valid. And from this point onward, the vow is no longer valid. So the Mar says, So what do we care? What's the what's the practical difference with respect to Allah between whether or not the husband is Miyakar Akar or Omega's guy is whether he uproots it retroactively whether he cuts it going forward. So the Gemara says, I'll tell you why. To a woman who vows that she's going to be a Nazir, and her friend hears this vow, and she says, and also I am going to be a Nazirite like you. And she says it within the time frame where it's clearly associating, she's, been mat, she's being matvis, her vow with the vow of her friend. And so therefore, we're going to say that the second woman is now a Nazarite. But now, that same day, shall that the first, that the husband of the first wife hears about this vow, the and he rejects her vow. So now the first vow is no longer there. But do we say that he, when he rejected it, he rejected it retroactively? So she, he never had a vow in the first place. Well, in that case, the woman, when the second woman, when she associated herself with the vow, she was associating with nothing, and so now she's no longer a nazira. Or do we say he is cutting it off, and so therefore the vow is valid? And so when the first, when the second woman associated with herself with it, it was a valid vow, and so therefore she remains in Nazarite. So that's what the Gemara is going to say. He amrus miyakar akar, if we're going to say he uproots the vow, and it's as though the vow was never in existence. So now by rejecting the vow of his wife, he's also allowing the second woman the woman who was associated with the with his wife's vow, that's also been released because since the wife's vow was released, so now for now therefore also her friend who said Vani is also released from this vow.
However, he amrits, but if you say that the husband is Megas Gaius, that he severs the vow from this point forward, but up until now is a valid vow, if that's the case, she is going to be permitted. The first wife is no longer in the zira, but her friend is going to be prohibited because she is going to because she said ani when she said i the first the woman was indeed in azira at that point it's just that later on her vow got rejected but up until that point her vow was valid so what do we say do we say megas gaias or do we say or do we say miyakar miyakar so the gemara says what's the law my what's the law in this case tashma come and learn harani nazira if a person says we're going to bring a proof from our Mishnah. If there's a woman who says, Behold, I am a Nazarite, the Shema Bawa, and her husband hears this, and he says, Va'ani, and he says, And I, and he upholds her vow, He's no longer able to reject her vow, because by rejecting her vow, he's also annulled her Naziris. And so, therefore, a person is not able to reject the vow that he makes himself. He has to go to the Chacham, Visakadaitach. But if you're going to say that the husband can indeed sever the vow from this point forward, we could say, let him sever the vow of his wife, and therefore he will remain prohibited, but his wife will be severed. So we see from here that the husband, when he annuls the vow, he's annulling it retroactively. So the verse says, no, that's not a proof. Well, really, he, we could say that he, when he rejects it, he's really annulling it retroactively. That means to say that he's not necessarily annulling it retroactively. I know Tommy the Matzi Mefer, but really, technically speaking, he could reject her vow. But what's the reason why he can't do it here? Because since he said, It's as though he upheld her vow. And once he upholds her vow, he can no longer reject it. So if he's going to ask for his own hakama, his own upholding of the vow to be annulled, then he'll be able to reject her vow, but otherwise he's not going to be able to reject it. So the Gemara has not answered this, this question from a proof from our Mishnah.